0: LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
1: Hey, guys, this is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. Hey guys, I am so excited about this season. I believe in what we're about to talk about because it affects every one of us every single day. And I know that it matters because how we steward and deal with our emotions is probably one of the most important things about us and our relationships and our behaviors and the way we live. And so it matters and God has a plan for it. And we're gonna look at that. We're gonna look at what the scripture says about our emotions. And I want to read to you today out of Romans 6, 6 through 7. For we know that our old self was crucified with Christ so that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been freed from sin. And we start with just a ton of hope. And emotions do not equal sin, but a lot of us sin because of our emotions. So the more we understand them and the more we understand what to do with them, the more free we're gonna be. And the powerful thing is, if you know Jesus Christ, then he has set you free from the sin that has entangled you up until the point that you have trusted Jesus Christ. So that freedom is yours, but we don't tend to own it and to enjoy it because we let these emotions govern our lives rather than God. And so the shift that I have seen in my own life and the shift that I pray for your life is that you would recognize the freedom that you have because of Christ. Growing up, you know, I mean, I remember when somebody introduced that emoji chart to me where like they put it on the fridge and they're like and, and they're talking to their kids like what feeling do you feel? I I saw that and I was like, man, that would have been helpful in my house growing up because I don't remember anybody ever talking to me about my emotions. I was kind of a quiet kid and I I know that's unbelievable, <laughs> but I was I was kind of an introspective like deep little kid and I didn't live like crazy out there like I do now. And so I just didn't even, but I felt everything and I felt it really intensely. And I don't remember knowing what to do with all of that when I look back at my childhood and my life. And then fast forward to when I wrote this and I'm a pastor's wife and I am struggling with fear and insecurity and I've never been in a fishbowl to the level that I was as a pastor's wife, which really sucked because if I look back at my life prior to that, I always struggled with what people thought about me and approval and even a little bit of anxiety, but, you know, people didn't care that much about me. My mom used to say in middle school, she was like, Jenny, people are not thinking about you as much as you think they are. And that worked. And that was pretty true until I got to being a pastor's wife. And now they really did have a lot to say and they had lots of opinions. And so that coupled with my idol and my desire and pursuit in life, which was approval, just drove me into a a season of anxiety that was really intense, so intense that I would wake up in the middle of the night having panic attacks and screaming, you know, I had these subtle, well, they weren't subtle, but they weren't obvious to everyone. Let's just say that. Everybody did not know I was struggling, yet my husband was like, Jenny, this is real. Like something is going on in you that I've never seen before, and it is growing, And so I knew I needed to probably go see a counselor. I knew I might even need medicine for that. But before I did all that, I wanted to see what it was that I was not believing about God, that I didn't understand about God or my emotions. And so this was, this study specifically, Stuck, was that study. And it was originally called God and Your Emotions. It was very brilliantly branded with clip art by my mom. She put like flowers around it. And... I decided I'm gonna go through this with seven girls in my church. And these were seven girls that I did a lot of life with and we knew each other's kids and families really well. And I think we'd even done Bible studies before, but when we started this study specifically, all the walls fell down. I mean, every week we would stay longer than we should and every week somebody else was breaking down because we realized behind all of our smiles and our, you know, Instagrams and our togetherness, we had issues, we had issues. And I don't think I think we were constantly surprised by it. I think we kept looking at each other going, Oh, my gosh, you're struggling that much. And I didn't know. And when it got to the week on overwhelmed and anxiety, that was the week that was my week to break down. And I mean, I I think that week I showed up with my little talk because I taught every week. And I showed up with my short little talk. And I don't think I ever gave it. I think I opened my mouth and I fell on the floor and just started heave-ho crying. And they all came around me and prayed over me. And I, for the first time, really opened up to how anxious and how stuck I was. And, you know, I think what all that season did for me was it scared me. Honestly, I would say this is why I was willing to do public ministry, this study, Because I didn't crave public ministry because if you have an approval idol, you don't really want to get in front of more people's opinions. Like that's not really what you crave in life. And so I wasn't like seeking this big platform. I just knew that if women were stuck the way that my friends were, and I didn't even know it, if people were stuck like that all over the place, then I had a responsibility to do everything I could to set people free. If I had answers, I mean, at that point, I'd been to seminary for three years. Like I knew my Bible I was equipped to teach my Bible. If that was the reality and I had answers for people that were stuck, I had what was I gonna do with that? Like I had to do it. No matter how hard it is, no matter how paralyzed I get, no matter what insecurities I have, I had to go fight for people with what I had, you know? And and so it really, I mean, this stuff this study is so priceless to me because I have seen so much freedom from it. I have seen so many people find. The words, finally to say what it is that they're feeling and what it is that they're going through and and move out of isolation. I have had military wives come and tell me that for the first time they feel connected to other military wives on their base because they've led the study and and because they're actually sharing what's really going on. They're not hiding and they're not behind these facades that I, I think we accidentally build. I don't think we mean to do it, but we just, we get stuck. And we don't know how to say that we're stuck because it's not stuck the way that somebody that just lost their husband is stuck, or it's not stuck like, you know, my kid has a disability and can't walk and I've got a wheelchair them to the grocery store stuck. Like it's, it's a million different ways. It looks different for all of us, but it's still visceral. I think if we do not deal with our emotions, if we do not actually address the things that are going on inside of us, they will grow. They will. And you may not be having panic attacks right now because of your worry, but left unattended, everything grows, especially the bad stuff, especially the bad stuff grows. I mean, just think of like it in nature, like mold. It just grows like nothing goes away. It always progresses. And so I think that's the power of this. And I know everybody's a little bit scared. Like, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to make me talk about? Like, don't, you know, hey, good news. It's a podcast. You can, you don't ever have to share anything. Like you could just listen. But I would tell you, you are missing out. Like the greatest way for you to grow, it is not going to be hearing my stories and the stories of the people I bring on. It's going to be you getting in touch with yours. And you understanding what it is that is making you stuck, that makes you feel like you can't move forward. Because that is that thing, whatever it is, it is binding you. And we are giving it all the power. And we're giving the enemy all the power if we don't name it and address it and fight it in our lives. And I see it everywhere And I see it especially in the people that don't think they have a problem, you know, like those are the people I sit across from and it takes like a little bit longer to make them cry, but it is my superpower. I will make you cry. Like you sit across from me, eventually you will cry. And the reason why is because everybody needs to talk about what it is that's going on inside of them and everybody's got stuff that is difficult going on inside of them. And what emotions are, and we're going to talk about these in depth, but what emotions are that are so powerful is Emotions are the flashing yellow or flashing red, sometimes, light that says, hey, there's a problem and we need to come over here and do some work. They aren't destinations. They aren't definers of our life or even our seasons of life. They are, though, a warning that there's something we need to pay attention to. There's a place in our life that maybe is broken, that needs work, or that maybe just needs Jesus, like just needs time. You know, I, I, yesterday it was interesting. I mean, we're preparing to record this and I mean, I had anxiety yesterday so thick that it was physical. Like I, I could not get my heart to slow down. My, my heart was racing. My chest was tight. I don't have anxiety regularly anymore, but it will hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was supposed to get a lot done yesterday. And so I called Zach and I said, Hey, could you pick up the kids and could you do, you know, home duty and I need to go be alone for a few hours. And I went to a little restaurant and I took my Bible and I took a preacher that is ministering to me right now via podcast and I sat alone and I was with Jesus and I didn't get anything done I was supposed to get done. But I knew that that anxiety that I was feeling was this beckoning to come back to to him and to stop the hustle. I turned off my phone. And plugged it in for the night, and you know what? The world kept spinning. It's amazing, and I got time without noise. And you know, I, I I can't say that the anxiety went away. I mean, I remember even falling asleep last night anxious, but in those hours, I wept with God. Like I I prayed harder than I had prayed in a week. I confessed sin. I got time with him. And I think that's what we miss if we keep ignoring these feelings is we miss this beckoning that God is doing, which is basically you're thirsty, like you're thirsty, you're hungry and you're thirsty and you're, you're going to everything else for it and it's not working. And that is what I love about emotions. I hate them, but I love about them is they call us back and they remind us what our souls were actually built for, which is God and it's not all the stuff that we try to shove in them all the time. So if 2020 is coming up, guys, if you have never been and you want to come live, it is happening in Dallas, Texas this year with 3,000, 4,000 of your closest friends, February 7th and 8th, and you do not want to miss this. So the way to do that is to Sign up at ifgathering.com and you can get your tickets 24 hours early. On the day of, they sell out fast, within minutes. So if you're a part of our email list, you're going to get an early registration. You do not want to miss this. You can sign up you and some friends as long as early registration tickets last. So go put in your email at ifgathering.com and you will get early access. We are so grateful you're a part of this community. So grateful, in fact, that I'm going to drop a little secret right here. If you've been listening this long, I have a surprise for you this year beth moore is going to be joining us at if gathering and we are over the moon about it so you do not want to miss it it's going to be one of the best ifs ever we love our family and beth has been a part of the story from the beginning and we're just so glad that finally she's going to be with us live in person so join this family if you don't know anything about it go to IfGathering.com. you can learn and read a lot more about who we are and what we do it is one of my favorite parts of life to be part of the sisterhood of women So if if you've heard of the study before or you've done the study before, this is really not a repeat of the study. It is going in deeper to these different issues and really discussing what it looks like to get free from this. It has been years since I wrote the study, and my life has changed radically several times since I wrote this. However, the topics and the struggles that I wrote about years ago, they're still all there. And we're, I'm still learning and practicing new ways to fight that. So this is not going to be a repeat. If you've done the study, I'm not sitting here reading out of the study, all that content. In fact, I would encourage you to do the study, to get the study, because all of this content in depth and going into the scriptures, it is so helpful. Hopefully, this will just whet your appetite to want to go deeper and to get the study and to bring some friends around it. Because honestly, if you're listening to this in your car in isolation, that is not that's not gonna set you free. Like community over the word of God, those are the ways we get set free is bringing together your people and actually wrestling out your sin with God's word. That is how we change. And so, and I wanna start too by saying all emotion, I I don't wanna lump in sin and emotion, okay? I I don't think I am, but I wanna be super clear because sometimes we can start to demonize emotions as if anger and and jealousy and overwhelm, all those things are just always evil. Honestly, they are experiences that we all have on a given day, right? We all have emotions. Jesus had emotions. God constantly has emotion. Now in his anger, he doesn't sin. You know That's the difference. And so that's the practice that we have to grow in. But the, the anger itself obviously isn't sin because Jesus had it. So what we can know is that these emotions are meant to serve purposes and Our flesh is prone to sin when we feel emotion. I mean, when I start to get overwhelmed, I tend to snap at my kids. It happened last night. I told you I was anxious last night. So I come home and... I've been with Jesus now for like three hours, solid hours. I come home, my daughter's on the couch and I'm just still anxious, so I'm snappy with her. Like I just get frustrated with her. She was like, go away, you are in a bad mood. I was like, okay, uh, you're right. You know what, you are right. And I have been anxious today and I'm sorry, I'm snapping at you. And I, I think learning how to process those emotions and learning how to not sin in them or when we do sin to catch it fast and to apologize for it, those are the practices that have changed my life. But the problem is, prior to really working through this study, I did not recognize the emotions. I would let them sit in me and stew in me for, I mean, I want to say years. Like some of them, they were there for years. And so it would just grow. And that's what I pray will shift with us, is that there will be a recognition of our emotions and a value of our emotions and a plan with what to do once we feel them. I create and build a lot of things, but there is nothing I build that I feel more passionate about and that I believe in more than my Bible studies. And the reason why is because it puts women together around scripture. And guys, that's when lives change, is in small rooms around the word of God. So grab your people. And all of this season is based on a Bible study I wrote years ago that is still so relevant and I believe can help set you free, not because of my words, but because it is based on God's Word. It is called Stuck, and you can go to stuckbiblestudy.com. And with the kit, you'll get videos, you'll get conversation cards, you'll get a leader's guide, everything you need to bring a few friends together around this topic and the Word of God. So the podcast is one thing. I hope you and a lot of friends will listen, but I hope that it will only lead you to want more. And that more is getting around the Word of God together and seeing what God does and how He shifts us when we are brave enough to be honest and to bring those thoughts and those feelings to Scripture.